and gentlemen, how you doing? What is up? Uh, it's me, Manny C. Over here with uh, Buddha Will and TIE Fighter. And this is, uh, we're very happy to, to present to you the very first episode one of uh, the podcast. The podcast, uh, the hardcore casuals lounge. How you doing? Um, Buddha Will. Tie Fighter, how are you guys doing? What's up? Uh, I love the couches. The couch is great. <laughs> oh, the couch is freaking. The couch is freaking nice. We're uh, we have our coffee in uh, in hand. Sitting and cheek we to are, cheek. We're cheek to cheek. Yeah, it's nice and freaking cozy. And uh, we're good to go. We're good to freaking go. So spared uh, no expense. So yeah. So how how are you guys week? What what's new? Oh, week was good. Week was cool, man. I uh, we've been working really hard uh, pumping new products to work, so I've been staying super busy. And then obviously, lots of time for new games. There's been lots of good news coming out. This has been a this has been an exciting week. I'm ex- I'm excited to talk about it. Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've been uh, I've been actually uh, uh, taking a taking a peek at your uh, at your twitters. You know what I'm saying? You're doing that. Oh, you're yeah, doing man. your thing. Man. I, lots I try of and exciting tweet. stuff. Try and do the twits. <laughs> um so uh what's the thing what are we starting out with what have you been uh playing what are the new things anything uh new and exciting uh well i mean the big news this week is uh no man's sky so they came out with the new no man's sky next uh edition which is uh the fifth dlc maybe the fourth dlc uh, but like a big content drop from uh, Hello Games that took the game from the uh, horrible state that it was in two years ago when it dropped to uh, what many are calling what the game was supposed to be uh, when it released. And so many people are just very, very happy over the state of the game now because they've completely overhauled graphics and they've overhauled uh, or they've added the ability to do multiplayer, which they promised on day one, and that was two years ago, and they finally have it now. And uh, they've added third-person perspective. They've overhauled the graphics. Like, it's it, it's a beautiful game. So I got to play that a little bit this week, and it was it was pretty great. I saw you That's playing it. I don't know if it's... Uh, I still am not convinced. I don't think it's my kind of deal. But it looks way better. I'll tell you that. It looks way freaking better. way better waiting on it yeah you know i it, it uh it was such a hyped game at the time like that was one of the most hyped games it fell right on its face really hard right off the get-go i think it was like the one of the most refunded games of its time i think that's why you're able to to get a refund on your game is because I, of i think you're right I, I don't think steam did refunds before that game and that now was they the do. first uh yeah that was the was first really? time yeah well, okay, so so No Man's Sky suffered from uh, we're going to tell you all the things we want to do, but we're also going to tell you that they're all going to be there in the first drop. And oh, so they, they listed, they out, were clear, they listed they out all these features. Uh, uh, right. Yeah, it was all their dream. Right, this is what we want. We want to have multiplayer. Right. We want to have the ability to do all these things. Right. Uh, but it was communicated that these are all going to be here in the beginning. And so... Uh, the product was not as advertised, and so Steam allowed refunds for the first time because of that game. I did and it not left a realize. really sour taste in everyone's mouth. 
I did not realize that was, was the first bad. real, like, heavily refunded game mm-hmm. in Steam history. I did not realize. And it, that. You know, and it doesn't help that the guy that they, uh, you know, that the the dev that they put up there to talk in front of people is probably the most uncomfortable person. Oh my gosh! Yeah, talking in front <laughs> of people, uh, you know, and it's like I it, it I know it's because he's not used to talking, you know, to big masses of people, right. Um, well, it's not even that. Look, they're they're a small team. They don't they don't have <laughs> press, uh, you know, training. They don't have lawyers saying, "Oh, what you can and cannot reveal." It's just this guy yeah. who loves this game and has all the hopes and dreams of what it might be in his head, and yeah. uh, and he's set expectations wildly off base, and at the same time, like. Yeah, it has all this potential, but he's not giving any details because they're, you know, they're they're not supposed to give all the detail yet. And everybody just assumes it's going to be their dream game. And everybody's version of what this game was going to be was completely different. They set mm-hmm. themselves up for for a huge and uh, disappointment and uh and yeah, it sure did crash. It sure did crash. Yeah, on the outside looking in when it first when it first came out, I mean, it, it looked like it was going to be the game of all games. I I never I, I never thought that because I'm like, what's what's the freaking details of the game? It's like, oh, you can do everything. You can live in this. game. Well, you know, <laughs> it's it's from a sci-fi standpoint. You know, if you if you think about games from a sci-fi standpoint, I mean, it was going to be pretty spectacular. You know, anytime that you get to explore other planets and and uh find new things and big and massive that you you're there with other players it's just so big you'll never see them right and you know it was just like oh my gosh you know all these cool things that you're going to find on these other planets and you know it's the the inner explorer in you that you know and being able to fly ships and harvest resources and take over plant i mean you know what i mean It, it just sounded really good and then, you know, you get in there and you see this little pelican looking thing. And you're like, wow, <laughs> that's really cool. And then you go to the, a couple planets later and you see the same damn pelican. Uh, but maybe it's a different color. And you're like, wait right. a minute. Right. And you go another few more planets and I'll oh, be gosh, there's some more pelicans. They're just <laughs> different. And you're like, wait, wait where's all the, where's the variety at? Where, what's going on? You know, and it's. It just it, it bit off more than it ch- could chew at the beginning, and you know, gamers aren't nice people, man. We're not nice. No, they're like, not. If we see something that's messed up, we are gonna chew you up. We are gonna right. eat you alive. Yep. But now they're gonna fan the flames, way. add gasoline. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It got and, out of know, hand, and that was a prime example. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was the example. perfect storm, right? Because. Yes, this you know the the guy meant well. I I believe he meant well. I I feel bad for him. Whatever his name is, you know. Uh, I don't feel bad for him now. I mean, because you know, I think he rided that ship, and and you know, obviously the game is selling. People are playing it now. Oh yeah. Uh, Thankfully, people that are playing it now are mostly people that have to play it when it was horrible. So it's kind of gotten its second life because it was a it was a PlayStation exclusive there for a while. So, right. well, we didn't know nothing about it. You know, we wanted to play it, but you know, 
And then we heard what a bombshell it was. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I didn't come this way. <laughs> right. And then now, really, you know, I got all the bells. <laughs> yeah. PlayStation was basically the beta testers. Uh, the two-year beta testers. For the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, so like, so going into it, uh, for those who don't know, for those who are listening and they're like, what's No Man's Sky? I have no idea. Um, that's a good question because you may not have heard of it if you kind of got into gaming within the last year because it's been very quiet. Sorry, my dog's making too much noise. Oh, um, but uh, so No Man's Sky is a is a sci-fi interstellar uh, uh, exploration game, kind of an exploration survival game. And so... Um, when I was playing it, there were a lot of people that came in the chat and they're like, what's the point of this game? What's the end game of this, of this game? Uh, and I think the goal is just to be a, a game where you can go and explore and see literally as many new procedurally generated planets as you want. Uh, but the cool part is like with these planets, um, you don't just land on this one spot on the planet and then have like a small map on that planet and that's your experience. You can land on any part of any planet and you can pick up your ship and go to a different part of the planet if you want and have a whole new experience or you can turn on your hyperdrive and go to a different star system and find whole new planets. And so in theory, you could explore almost endlessly and continue to find new stuff, uh, assuming that you don't just continuously see new pelicans everywhere you go i think the variety has gotten a little bit better uh but as far as like the universe size it is very very kind of unfathomably large for a game uh and then all the planets within it are are procedurally generated so that means they're made by the computer it means they're not set so everyone's going to have a different experience uh which is which is really cool and so your goal is to go in and survive and if you want to collect resources and then and then build a base and have your base and have friends see your base and if you want to fight against i think you can fight against each other if you want uh so anyway that's that's kind of the game it has a little bit of a minecraft vibe to me in that way except that your realm is this like big galaxy that you're in which is pretty cool i think there are things in that game that are like benchmarking you know what I'm saying like you said the that the way they they generated the universe is kind of amazing you know oh yeah but uh oh, yeah. but um, I would I mean really when when you say like a, a game that has a universe like I I want to do different things I don't I don't want to do the the survival aspect I would rather have some of that sure but I want to like like join a pirate a space pirate crew or you know what i'm saying like i want to i want to yeah. like f engage in more people uh but so there's a little it's bit a of different that. kind of game you can you can you can build like uh frigates and the frigates can have like starfleet's worth of people and and uh i think you can like act as a pirate towards npcs that may be there but there's not like large-scale battles like there are for you know like elite dangerous for example there's there's it's not like a massive online game like that is so right uh that is i i think it just didn't want to be that game because there are already that you know that game already exists yeah 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 i, I mean maybe i need to look at elite dangerous because but for whatever reason i'm looking at it i'm just like uh i don't know 
I mean, if you I, want to go real big, you can play EVE Online. That's the oh. one where like literally thousands and thousands of people are in the same instance. There's you know, people, people will spend huge amounts of money or vast amounts of time building up armies. And then they have these enormous space battles. And they, uh, I don't know if you heard in the news, like a couple of years ago, there was a, there was a large battle between so many thousands of players at once that they say something like, like 200 or 300,000 actual dollars worth of stuff was destroyed during this battle. Unbelievable. It's I've unbelievable. seen those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen There's those. a battle going on right now because they, they, I read an article saying something about how they had uh, allowed for spawn camping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the point of it was just, or just to piss people off. I don't know, but yeah. And I guess if there's an ongoing war as we speak, they're fighting right now. There you go. Well, I mean, yeah. The, I mean, so, so that's pretty cool. So it's not that. It's not Eve. It's a little bit more of a solo experience if you want. If you want to pull in three other people and do four, there's that. Uh, but I think this is meant to be a little bit more cathartic, a little bit more relaxing than that. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell great. you, it looked chill. Like, yeah, you know, dude. Real chill. chill is the word. It looks good, and I mean, I don't know. I, I could see where you're talking about, like it being like Minecraft. It's you know, it's like sit down, check out a couple planets. You know, pet a pelican or two. I mean, yeah, I think right. I think the only thing holding a lot of people back right now is price. I don't think this is a fifty dollar game. I think this is a thirty dollar game, and I think when it gets close to that point, you'll see a lot of people buy it. I'm looking. I'm looking at it for twenty myself. Oh, you way know? down there. I'm yeah. I'm a way Black down Friday the road. with a gift card, huh? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. With, with like a twenty percent off code. Time. If, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, uh, I think on Black Friday we'll see it for 35. That's my guess. I'm calling it now. It'll be on that 30 mark. It'll be like what these other games have done, like uh, Call of Duty and uh, okay, Destiny 2 and all those games. I think it'll. Uh, I mean, that. Destiny 2 is such a hard thing to compare to for price because it's like they charge you for every little thing, and then like clockwork, six months later, everything's half off. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I, I I'm telling you, I can't even deal with destiny. I'll get into that here. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. No, um, dude, it's it's got me good, but I know you have your thoughts. I have my thoughts. You know, like when <laughs> Destiny Two came out, I, I could not say anything positive, and <laughs> I was just so salty. All right. I don't know. Destiny I mean, one. okay. So, do, I mean, are we ready to dive into this hole right now? Because we could talk about this for a long, long time, or we could talk. We could well, we could save Destiny for another day. We can let, talk about it when well, let me get it, comes uh, out. Let me get this is a what deep Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you um, been playing? What I've been playing because it's it well because the kids were in town, right? So I've been on vacay. The kids have been in town. I haven't been streaming anything. Just been having a good time with family, and whatnot. So we've been playing a lot of the coach, the couch co-op yeah. type of games. Okay. Um, been playing stuff like uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and uh, Lost Vikings, and uh, I we dipped our toes into. Uh, the uh what is it death squared oh yeah that oh, new how one is on that fun and but it's 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 a good couch co-op game because basically your cubes that are trying to solve a puzzle um each player has to move their cube uh in a certain way and fashion so you have to work together and you have to communicate with each other as to where you're going where uh, where i'm going because one slip up and Cubes are dying and people are falling off. 
people getting pushed off. So it's a lot of fun. Well, and um, I think I, I saw a little gameplay and like your movements not only move your cube, but they also move other stuff too, right? So like there's yes. there's opposite actions that happen because of your actions. The farther that you get into it, the more advanced the boards get. And it, it causes, um, you know, like you said, like it, it'll be color corresponded. So if you're like the yellow cube, you'll move a yellow piece on that board. So it's kind of like a little bit of trial and error. So you, you know, you move a little bit and you see what moves. You're like, oh, crap. Sometimes when you move, it just completely knocks another person off. Hmm. So you every you, like you have to talk it out and figure out what's going on and what you're doing. Um, it's kind of in a sense like uh, like overcooked where there can be a little bit of arguing going on a little bit. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, mo all good couch co-ops are going to have some like fights break out, I feel. I feel and like that, and that's what it was. Reckless. It was a lot of debating on like, you know, well, who's supposed to move first? Well, why aren't you doing that? Or what? what's going on here? So it, it was a lot of that. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, we enjoyed we enjoyed the. Uh, enjoyed it quite question, a bit. Question is, is that game online multiplayer or is it only couch co-op? You know, and honestly, I don't know because we played it as a couch co-op. Um, it might be able to play online, but. I'm not a hundred percent sure. It, it seems to be a lot of these couch co-op games either pick a lane, either they're a couch co-op or they're an online co-op. And I, I understand uh, that. See many of them do. I feel that you need to do both. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, there, I, there must be some reason why you don't see it as both. There's something maybe program-wise that I just don't know about. But you seem to notice know. that, like it, it seems to go one way or the other. Something like Death like Square doesn't strike me as the one that they're expecting to like blow up on Xbox Live. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess maybe there's some money and effort that goes into making that real, and they just felt like they weren't going to get that back because of it. Right. Well, that's definitely know. like I said. It seems like everyone just seems to pick a lane on what they're how they're going to do it, and um, you know, I there I, I don't know if it's something about like the couch co-op that they're. Cause there's a magic to it. You know, there's a magic to that couch co-op because it brings you back to Absolutely. the old days of like fusion frenzy and stuff like that, which we, we played fusion frenzy as well. Oh, the OG fusion frenzy. The OG. Yes, sir. Is yes, sir. one of the greatest party games of all time. It's freaking uh, I mean, fantastic. Know, it, 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 games like that. Uh, we, we dove pretty heavy into, so we had a lot of fun with that. And then, much to your dismay, Manny. Uh oh. Uh oh. I went ahead on, <laughs> on Destiny Two. Hey oh. <laughs> oh my god. I had to do it, man. Okay, for one, my oldest son, all right, plays Destiny Two a lot, and he even tells me, "Dad, this is a horrible game. I hate this game." <laughs> He's like, "I hate this game." He's like, "I hate it, but I love it." He's like, I hate it, but I love it. He's, he's like, you know, I can't ever get enough of it. I get angry every time I play it, but he's like, it, I, I can't help it. I was looking at the sale, and sure enough, what do they have on there? For like $19.80, they got the game and the expansions. Yeah, dude, right. it's a huge deal. Like, it's a huge deal. Wait, all it's, of it's, the I mean, expansions? Uh, everything up until now so it's it's base destiny plus curse of osiris plus Warmind, uh which for all intents and purposes is 110 dollars worth of stuff 
uh, for $19.80. Right. Hmm. So it's like for, for, the, for if, if I'm going to do it and I, and I told no, myself, no, I don't blame ago, you. I was, I was interested in it before, but I wasn't going to do it until it became pretty price. And for me, $20 and, and technically I didn't pay $20 for it because I used my Bing reward points. I had a, I, yeah, I got buddy. myself, uh, yeah, I got myself a $50 gift card. Thank you, Microsoft. And, uh, you know, <laughs> so I, I scored it, but, um, but yeah, so I ended up, I ended up getting it. And, um, well, I've from been- a straight, like content per dollar, destiny does pretty darn good. Even if you're not going to dive into like the late game or the, the big grind towards the back end or, you know, doing all the, the milestones that you have to do after you reach the soft cap for levels, like just going through the missions, just running strikes a few times, just doing, uh, uh, even even doing a raid one time, like I think that's worth the price of admission because the content that that they release, like the the actual game that they make, is pretty good. It's it's the the negative comes from the experience that players get if they want it to be the their everyday game for a year for two years, right? And so right. it's those players that have trouble. But if you're just the casual, like I just want to run through the missions and I want to see what you know, these set pieces look like, and I want to, I want to be a freaking Titan and smash the ground to create explosions of electricity, like that experience, like, absolutely. It's, it's, it's good. It's worth it. And the, and the shooting is obviously top notch because Bungie never does that poorly. Um, so, I mean, from that standpoint, I, I, yeah, it's great. 20 bucks is a good call for sure. I, it just, it had to happen. So I don't blame you. No, I don't blame you. Uh, but I mean, I think I, I'm just going to, I'm just gonna let this one slide. I'm just gonna let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> you're waiting for eight dollars. Is that what you're I will for? not support them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what have I been playing? I've, I mean, I've been playing the same old, the same old, same old. I tried to play um, Earthfall yesterday, but I, I did something to my computer, and it just kept on crashing. So I was like, alright, let me uh, I'll have to revisit that. Earthfall is from the same people that made, or a lot of the same developers that made uh, Left 4 Dead. So, it's basically Left 4 Dead with aliens. And I, I, got oh, I didn't it, realize it had some of the same people. It had some of the same people. So it's gonna see, like, I mean, I played a little bit, and it it felt like a nice polished like left for dead but aliens and i could i can see this big thing walking over and i'm like oh it's a boomer <laughs> right so and <laughs> and uh and it, it did exactly what i thought it was gonna do it exploded and goo went everywhere and i was like oh i you know i i um, this is familiar i i instantly like it but um again something was going on with uh with the download itself so i have to look uninstall it and uh redo it but but yeah that's the is one that i want to get into title? say it again this title? is this was actually on pc this is uh it is out on xbox though i don't have it for xbox though i probably will later so I, mean, well, I mean i don't know if you like that left for dead format i mean well I vermintide vermintide i love me some vermintide I love me some Vermintide and Vermintide freaking Game Pass, bro. I mean, come bro. on, it's a, it's a no freaking brainer. It's a no brainer all day, exactly. <laughs> it's a no brainer. Vermintide is actually a fantastic game. Yo, Game Pass, 
just I mean, well, that's in the news. We'll talk about that later. But they've been hitting it big. They've been hitting it big. Freaking game. Hundred percent. I agree. I agree. They have. <laughs> this is going to continue. They're just going to yeah. keep 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 pounding. Yeah, there's the there's there's <laughs> going to be no reason to not have it within a year. No, I I think there's no reason to not have it now. I agree. Yeah. Uh, for, so so right now, I think the biggest uh, benefit, as it stands like today, the biggest benefit is for people who have never played Xbox before. So for people Definitely. who are are just buying a new box, they're deciding between uh, a PlayStation or an Xbox or getting a PC. Uh, and I think for for someone who is just diving in, the Game Pass adds an enormous amount of value, right? Because you're seeing all these games, all these AAA big time games, Bethesda, Ubisoft, like they, they've got all this stuff. And so for me as a new user, it's like, wow, I can play all these games. I only have to pay 10 bucks. Like that saves me hundreds of dollars in content. Oh, yeah. Cool. Now, coming at it from Tyler's perspective here, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, you know, this is pretty cool. Vermintide's nice. I've played The Division and Fallout 4 and ESO Online already before. So, like, yeah, I'm really happy that they're there. But to me, I already own those games, so it's not adding a ton of value to uh, the player that's been around for a long time. And so what I'm saying is that within a year, they're going to be giving me, Tyler, enough right. value to where it's like, oh, no-brainer, absolutely. This, is, this isn't just good for new people. This is great for me, too. So that's what I'm expecting. Right. Yeah, I think uh, Game Pass is kind of built for guys like me. That's the way I look at it. What? Because I'm, 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 I, I buy a lot of games. I play a lot of games, and um, sometimes, you know, I got to make a decision on what I'm going to get and what I'm not going to get. And sometimes I got to let things slide. And then it's so nice to go look in the Game Pass and like, oh, hey, wait a minute, I always wanted to play that, or maybe I missed it when it was on 360, and I didn't get a chance to play it. Now I can, and I can play it and, you know, try it out, you know? And for me, a lot of that is what the Game Pass has provided me is a chance to try out games that I had passed up, didn't want to pay the, you know, whatever it was at the time, 20, 30 bucks uh, for some of these games. Um, You know, a a triple A guy, like I don't normally buy the big triple A games, even though I did have Fallout 4, but I didn't have ESO. You know, so it, it it for me, I mean, sometimes I feel like Game Pass is like, man, this is right up my alley because I can go try out some of these games. Uh, yeah, granted, there are ones in there that I already own, but that's the same thing with the games with gold. A lot of times it's games that I already own. So right, yeah, but if they if they keep on the path that they're going with these new, uh, just a, all you need is just a few new games surprise surprises and i mean it's worth every penny you know but let's let's revisit that when we talk about the games with golden game pass let's jump into what's going on in the world of gaming ty what's the news guys welcome to news we're doing it big love it uh okay so we got a couple of big stuff today we got a couple of small things today but we got some big things today too the biggest piece of news uh Is the newest rumor that has come out, and you know what they say about rumors, they're all true, uh, is that Microsoft is officially working on the next box. And it's not just one box, it's two boxes. Uh, I think that's so more looking... than a rumor. Rick and Phil Spencer went up there and said, we are deep. We're deep in it, boys. We're you know deep. What I'm I think that was a so it's, quote. So, it, so we know it's being made. Phil has said that, but it's but it's like the identity of, of what's going on. So the fact that we have like a new 
big, you know, the next Xbox. But I think the biggest piece of news here is that not only are we making the next Xbox, is that they're also making a second piece of hardware, which uh, is is like a cloud-based streaming box, similar to what PlayStation Now is trying to do, where you don't have the game locally almost at all. You know, it, it may run a portion of it locally, but it's almost entirely on the cloud. And so because of this, the, the box doesn't need to have a big uh, CPU. The box doesn't need to have a big graphics card in it. It just needs to have a really good internet connection. And then from there, you can play virtually whatever you want. Uh, and so because of this, because of this lack of need for, uh, for these expensive pieces of hardware, you know, like graphics cards, for example, are very expensive. Uh, if I don't need to put that in every one of these boxes, then all of a sudden the price of these drops way, way down. And so uh, we're expecting the price of these uh, these streaming boxes to be extraordinarily low relative to where we see a lot of boxes today. So, I mean, even we're talking even below $200, maybe $150 for what could be a fully functional Xbox for people with good internet connections, which is that's pretty cool. I think... I think uh, well i think that's just the the, the progression of, of gaming is, is agreed you know if you, if you think about like tvs that you buy now what do they have on them they have apps on them now that where you can stream netflix and hulu all right off your tv it makes sense that um you know would do something i mean they're gonna they're trying to they're doing the world domination thing i mean phil spencer got up there and talked about the cloud devices and all kinds of stuff. They want you to be able to play it on your PC, your console, your phone. I mean, they just want to easier and easier for, for people to become gamers and, or people that are hardcore enough gamers to have access to their games and all shapes and forms. So it makes, it makes sense. Well, that's right. For them I mean, this, this calls back again to the gamer that's deciding between uh, between consoles, between uh, between PlayStation, between Xbox, where is the most value? And if I have access to the vast majority of everything that Microsoft has to offer, which is obviously not just standalone games, but if I have access to Xbox Live, if I have access to Xbox Game Pass, and the price of admission is only 150 bucks over the the next PlayStation, which will almost definitely be between three and four hundred dollars, uh, you know, who's going to win that? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Definitely. And I will say that it speaks to the the uh, the long term plans of what Microsoft has been doing with their their games as a service approach. You know, what I'm saying like, like I think I think the more subscriptions that are out there paves the way for this type of service to even to even be because it might be a loss later. You know, what I'm saying uh, in the beginning. But it gives more more reason to have Xbox Live Gold, the subscription, uh, of which I think 99% of, of people have because it, it, you need it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but it gives more more reason to have, uh, you know, Game, uh, uh, game Pass. Uh, and mm -hmm. there probably will be uh, other type of uh, subscriptions uh, down, down the road, you know. Yeah. Uh, and of course, of course, if you if they're breaking with get the best of the best creme de la creme for the for the power hungry users, uh, there's a whole other segment, like you said, you know, that, that right. they just want to play. 
They just want to play. just a box. Yep. Yeah. So as just, long as they and, – and Microsoft is in position to do that uh, better. You know, they're stronger in that that cloud computing network. Well, and they have access to the whole Microsoft Azure suite yeah. of cloud servers. Like, yeah. they've got tons of resources there. You know, so it's going to be more expensive than your average stream top box, but it's also going to be much more powerful. And right. I imagine. Uh, and significantly well, discounted to any console. Well, I'm trying to think of what, oh, hey, like what dimension-wise it'll look like, right? You know, are we, is this something that we're going to be able to just plug into the side of our, of our, of our TV, like, uh, like an Amazon Fire Stick? Uh, or is it going to be like an Apple TV? Like the, it, it, I mean, it could be anywhere in there. If it if it knows how to stream well and they figured out a good way to stream information quickly, like it could be pretty small. Yeah, I expect it, it to be. be small. Yeah, something you can just pack in your backpack on the way to, on, on your trip or whatever, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a way for them to be portable. I mean, you know. Google is supposed to be coming out with something similar to it, so mm-hmm. like they're they're dipping their toes into the mix. So I mean, you know, more of like the the mobile games porting over to something like that. Um, is that going to be more as far as uh, you know the mobile games go uh, to be able to play that? That same mobile game that you'd normally be playing on your phone, on your TV. I mean, I know, I think my TV has some games that are similar to that, like where you can do that. So, I mean, say, oh, hey, here's this here's this little stick or little box that you can uh, connect to the cloud with. And oh, by the way, here's, uh, you know, three months of uh, Xbox Game Pass to go with it. Knock yourself out. Perfect. Right. But, I mean, it's it's a big bold move, obviously, trying to come out with two at once. But I think it's because I mean, it's there's, the right there's move, absolutely multiple there's absolutely multiple segments of gamers. Absolutely, there's, you know, there's the hardcore users that are looking for the next box and the next thing that's going to stream in friggin' 5K at 120 frames per second. And there's absolutely people who will pay that. And then there's you know absolutely people that will not. And we need to get those new people. Right, and then, and and it's it's not just grown gamers you know what i'm saying there's parents trying to trying to get the most bang for your buck for their freaking you know for the kids Absolutely. and a stream top box that that essentially plays all the games you know pay freaking ten dollars a month and you get a hundred games plus 150 plus games off the jump i mean that's the clear winner in no my brainer. opinion I, I think so it's that's like similar crazy. to like, uh, oh, in Sega, you know, they've been putting out the the old school, you know, like miniature boxes, and it's got all the old games on it, like the NES. Uh, oh yeah, they've yeah. been really. I I I've heard you know what the... I mean, like stuff like that. And I and I think it, it to me, it's almost it's almost like having that same thing, but it's more of a Microsoft thing, you know, where it's like, well, you know going and putting out like an OG Xbox port dandy. But what if we made something that was off a cloud and got people to tap into the game pass to make them want to buy a subscription? Because I think right now that subscription service along with the Xbox, uh, 
I think it's just, I mean, it's golden. I think, I think they're just, they're making a lot of money off that. And, uh, because they're making a lot of money on that, that's why they're able to provide us slowly, but surely coming in more frequently, uh, being able to drop the exclusives, um, on there. Obviously it's not hurting too much. Their, uh, their game sales. Cause I mean, you know, yeah. see if these sold very well outside of game pass, um, state of decay Two, same thing outside of game pass. Oh, it killed it. Yeah, the, so see, I, I think, think I think that's it's counterintuitive. I think you're one hundred percent right. I think not only are they getting predictable income, right, on a month to month basis, which is huge. That's 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 more than just a, a game release. That's freaking a revenue stream, and that's huge. And there's and, and uh, yeah, I'm sure it does has some effect to game sales, but not nearly what what game developers were afraid of. And you're seeing these these large games, Vermintide being a freaking prime example of a new game coming to Game Pass out the uh, off the jump. And you know, and we mentioned well, we mentioned this before in uh, in conversations, not in podcasts, because this is episode one. Um, that <laughs> that uh, you know, they got some money. They, you know, they, they didn't do it out of the kindness of their hearts. You know what I'm saying? They got, they, they got a nice chunk of change, uh, um, for, for releasing their game on game pass and they're going to sell it. Uh, and I mean, and it's a win-win. It's a win-win. The more, the longer this program goes, it's already a proven success and you're seeing better titles and it's only going to get better from here. Yeah. It's not like it's just going to stop working. Oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's already proven. They've already proved their point, uh, and we're and we're gonna see more. And I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. So, cool. There you go. That's Xbox Scarlet for now. Uh, very anxious to see. I'm like ninety percent sure we're gonna get more information on what's going on oh, from yeah. uh, Gamescom this month. Uh, so. which is the, we'll hear which more is about the, it. Or do you think it'll be more of like a E3 type of thing next year? I don't. I I think I I don't I don't expect to see more details. You don't really. think so? I mean, they I did announce so. that there would be some information regarding quote Xbox hardware. That was what they told yeah. us. But couldn't uh, that just be Elite Controller talk? Be, it could. It could elite easily controller. be uh, Elite Controller Two. Yep. But no, I'm an optimistic I'm man. I'm waiting on that Elite Controller. You will learn that. I need it. Um, I'm anxious to see, well okay so i'm anxious to see what this one looks like because the first one was cool but man that thing broke a lot that's what uh, i'm saying the first, bro. the first editions did the first editions did a lot of people had problems with the joystick i didn't have a problem with my joysticks my joysticks were fine and what about your bumpers it was the bumpers that i heard so much about my bumpers were fine that what i ended up having problem was was the grip the 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 rubbery grip on the backside. apparently anger oh. and frustration oh, it's I, must have, around, huh? I must have i must have been really pulling on this rubber and it started to come off so there you go folks xbox one elite controllers are not salt resistant right yeah so but uh, overall though i didn't have any problems with it um and i and it's still my favorite controller to this day the only reason why i don't have one right now is because best buy at the time because i feel like something like the elite controller you're you're best served to find a place that offers some kind of 
in for when it goes down because it's going to go down at some point. If you're, if you're a gamer that plays a lot, which I do, it's going to get a lot of work and it's going to oh, get yeah. used and abused and dropped and shoved around. I mean, yeah, it's 150 bucks, but after a while you kind of forget that it's 150 bucks and you start treating it like any other controller. And, um, yeah, you got to get that service plan. So that's what I ended up doing with Best Buy. The problem was, is when I went back to get an exchange, they didn't have, um, they didn't have another elite controller for me to exchange it for. So even though they okay. did give me my money back and let me buy whatever I wanted, I ended up just getting like one of the other controllers plan on that too. So if I ever get oh, too angry okay. and, and crush that one. Oh my gosh. I go through, I go through, uh, like a, a controller and a half every year so <laughs> yeah so we'll see where about so that we'll elite controller you you pick one up and you play with it for a while you're 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 wrapped because i was against it i was like there's no way i'm spending 150 bucks on a damn controller this is not doing it and then my brother got one and he's like hey man why don't you swing over and try out this elite and i was like yeah okay all right so i get over there i play some overwatch with it you know and i'm like yeah this thing's okay and i didn't realize how much of an impact it was until i got back home and grabbed one of my controllers and then I was like, oh, controller that I love so Uh-oh. dearly feels like trash. I was a peasant this whole time. Right. right. My yeah. eyes have yeah. been yeah. open. I literally went the next day. <laughs> the, the very next day. Like, I was there at opening. Like, the Best Buy was, I was right, right there. I was like, hello. Oh, my God. I'd like to see your link controllers, please. <laughs> and I got one, man. I'm a new convert, please. Right. How right. Is it, so what? what is it that makes it like, oh, this is so much more comfortable and is it just having paddles in the back or like what else no, is going on with that controller? Not, well it, the paddles are nice because i mean obviously you can put the paddles on so depending on what the game that you're playing like when i was playing overwatch i like the paddles when i'm playing other games i took the paddles off um they've got uh different joysticks that you can use you can pick up a little higher joystick one that's a little lower uh so if you're like a big fps guy then you know you get that get that higher joystick to get you more more precision on your on your shooting um but for for me it's just the sheer weight of it it feels like a piece of hardware Um, whereas like i grab like a regular controller i feel that thing is hollow when i pick it up like when i pick it up and i grab it weightless and the elite controller has got like a weight to it that makes you feel like you've really got I don't know. It's we. I don't even know how to explain, it, but it's just weird. It's just, you feel like you got a like a like a man's controller. You got like something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just you uh, just feel uh, tough uh, with it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You just feel tough. And you're just like, yeah, man, I got this. And you know, it's like lifting weights. You know, while you're playing. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things. Where you just you're just rocking it, man. Well, it has a but, more uh, yeah. premium feel, which which is good. It, but I'm I'm rough. I'm rough like with hardware. my freaking controllers, man. I'm rough. I'm 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 overly abusive to the joysticks. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh, mm-hmm. so I don't know. So I don't know. Um, copy. Um, I don't really care about the uh, the elite. But what what controller I'm looking at and what I'm tempted at? It's freaking the Duke. So you get a hold of one. The Duke. The Duke. Baby. Bro, dude, you want to get cramps in your hands? The Duke. <laughs> Bro, bring me, give that's me only that good Duke. if you're playing Halo Two. I'm sorry, or Halo. No, Halo. man, I got. Did, I've always did the missed Duke the come Duke. with the black and white buttons. Uh, I I believe it. I believe so. I believe it. It looks exactly like, well, not exactly, but damn near close to what. Yeah, because they, they added the bumpers to it because originally it didn't have bumpers. Right. Okay. 
games these days, you know, you need the bumpers on it. But mm. the freaking Duke, baby. It, oh, yeah, they did. They did put them yeah, on there. The black and white. It has, the, has a, a freaking it's an LED uh, OLED. It's an OLED screen, if oh, memory serves. Oh, well, you know, it's, you know it's legit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, cool. bro. I have big old hands. So I always found the okay, Duke okay. comfortable. I was like, oh, this finally. You know, it's a controller that's uh, made for me. And then they switched it to the to the little one. You know, I I missed the Duke. Bring never, it back. I never got that's what it. I, I said. couldn't. I couldn't give my parents a compelling reason. They did. To I mean, you know, Duke, so I never got. They one. bought it back. You can buy it. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, just to have one just on the shelf, just to just gander at and be like, I think right I think I think I'm gonna pick it up. I've, that's one of the things I've been looking at. You know, long and hard. All right, what else we got there, Ty? What else we got? Moving on well, to the next subject. So this was, okay, so we're moving on to another story. I, I said that the Xbox story is the biggest news. I think that this may be the most uh, interesting, the most captivating story, because we've never seen anything like this happen before. So uh, for those that were uh, gaming around August of last year, so almost exactly a year ago, uh, there was a game up and running uh, in the BR, Battle Royale genre, known as the culling and the culling uh was this is it was kind of a fun take on br uh so fortnite hadn't even existed yet and so uh pub was still kind of the only br around uh and this one brought in first person it brought in a bunch of melee aspects it brought in mid-game crafting uh and this was all under the guise of like a game show so it was very much like the hunger games in that it was a bunch of convicts dropped on an island uh, and the last one alive won the show and there was crowds cheering and there was an announcer and it was all very fun in game anyway uh so when it first came out it you know had pretty good reception and people enjoyed playing it and then they updated it and they took away a lot of the features because they felt like people either weren't using them or they were detrimental to the uh how the game ran and then they updated it again and took away more features and they just kept taking and taking until they decided well We've decided that no one's really playing our game anymore. We're going to stop updating this game. So the calling is now, for all intents and purposes, the calling is dead. Uh, and this was only just last year. Like they stopped working on the calling in like December. It did not last very long. It was a short run. Uh, and then, not six months later, we get an announcement that says the calling two is on its way, which is just unbelievable considering they just gave up on the first one. Uh, and so everyone pretty much knew right away. They were like, okay, Culling 2, like, this is dead. Uh, and wouldn't you know it, Culling 2 was like 100% definition of dead on arrival. They had, they had horrible sales. Uh, the team, uh, the, the dev team that released it, like tweeted like the day of or the day after, and they're like, we need to really reevaluate what's going on uh, with I this know. because it's so bad. And so... That's a little bit of context that brings us to our story here. A um, couple weeks ago, uh, since we haven't had a podcast in a while, this is this is not brand new news. This is a couple weeks ago news. Uh, the 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 calling two developers released a video. It's just the director of the studio sitting in front of a camera, and he said he basically admitted all this. Like, right, we had a good game, we killed it, and we we really quickly moved into the next one, and it was too quick, and that was a bad idea, and we're sorry. So what we're going to do, and this is crazy, what we're going to do, we're going to refund 100% of the people who bought the Culling 2. Like, no one is going to have paid for this game. 
we are removing the culling two from all marketplaces. We are removing this game from the world. It is not gonna be on Steam. It is not gonna be on a private website. It is not gonna be on the Xbox marketplace on PS4. This game is gone. What we are going to do is we're gonna bring the calling one back and we're gonna bring it back in its original state, the way that it was when we released it the first time. And then we're gonna start developing it from there. And then not only are we going to do that, we're going to turn the culling into a free to play game. So if anyone wants to play it, go ahead and jump in and be a part of the development with us. And then if you want to spend money on skins or on freaking emotes or whatever it is, they're going to make for, for money, you can spend money there. So they have removed their sequel, which has never happened in the history of the world. They have brought back their original game, which has never happened in the history of the world. And they're making it free to play, which is, I think, the perfect solution. So anyway, the culling is back. They are starting back from the day one form. So not the form that was canceled, not the one that they had updated from day one. And they're starting back development from there. So guys, I want to hear, are you, is this something that you would try? Definitely. Definitely. I want to, I want to just like bathe (laughs) in the drama. I want to bathe in the drama. You know what I'm saying? Just like it's. Oh, it's there's it's, so there's, much to shower in here. Yeah, uh, I'm, it's it all unprecedented, right? It's 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 a crazy <laughs> thing. Uh so wait, Buddha, you say no, right? I that's what I that's what I. Heard oh man, you say. that thing sucked. It was horrible. Like I watched when it first came out. I, it had it had it had piqued my interest because obviously it's a battle royale game. At that time, we only had PUBG, so it was like, hmm, something different might be cool. And then I watched some stream footage of it. And I watched a guy take like, I don't know, 20 strikes with a sword and not die. And I'm like, nah. (laughs) You know, for them to refund the culling two. I mean, so so they refunded like two, like two games. Yeah, it's like eight people or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, so (laughs) whoop de doo. They didn't lose anything with that. I mean, uh, I think for a battle royale game uh, these days, unless you've got like something really good going, you've got to make it free to play because that's the only real way that you're going to get anybody to show any interest to it um to get off of people that have already spent the money to play PUBG because they've been they've been playing it for you know forever and then to get away from a free game like uh like Fortnite I mean look at uh what is it Realm Royale Realm or whatever yeah, that's coming right. that's 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 coming soon that's going to be free I mean that just it's it's the winning formula I mean, look at what Fortnite has done with it. People will, I'm still, will play it I'm still shocked free. that PUBG hasn't made the switch. I'm, I've been waiting for PUBG to go free to play for six months. They don't have to. They don't have to. They, they, they I think, that, I think they do. That that game has been losing steam since January. Well, it's older. Pretty, pretty it's going to. It's going to. But well, tell, but that, the, to, the, tell the, that to Fortnite. Right. But that's a whole different that's a whole different demographic. I mean, you you're you're getting on there with nine year olds and fighting those guys. I mean, you know, but, they're, they're, so, the only reason so why they got that game is because Fortnite because it's so nine year oldy, or are they playing it because it's free? Because I would argue that you've got so many kids playing that game because yep. the because the barrier to entry is zero. Well, yeah. would, you, would you be getting more nine year olds that like spending their mom's money on PUBG if you made it free to play? Maybe. I'll tell you. I'll tell but you what. Nine year olds aren't going to like PUBG like they like Fortnite. Ah, uh, nine year olds. Nine year olds will. Well, I, I, I think, I think you're right. I think you're, you're both right. I think you're both right. Yes, yes. The, the art style is more, uh, uh, 
welcoming to a younger audience, you know. It's but for kids. But I'll tell you when I when we were streaming and we're doing We Play Wednesday, freaking uh, Fortnite was a no brainer because it was free because everybody had it. And right. you just pop it up on stream and say, hey, everybody has this game. It's free. Download it and we can play it together. And Let's go. lo and behold, it became the number one streamed game. Why? Because it's freaking free and everybody can play it. And, and, and uh, the one thing people like more than anything with streams is to be interactive. And the, and the, the pinnacle of interactivity is playing with the streamer. And the barrier to entry is zero. You know, it's a exactly. smart freaking formula, man. It's a smart formula. But if you, so, if you think about it, like, it does a really good job of because uh, you know the younger generation of gamers, you know, they really love to rub it in, and Fortnite has done a really good job of making sure that you've got ways to rub it in. <laughs> when you oh, kill somebody, you take, can do emotes. Take the L is the funniest dance oh, with the most insulting you know I mean? move I've like ever that. seen in my life. <laughs> Other reason to do a dance or to do any of those emotes. Then other than to, to rub salt and in, in somebody that you just killed and they're looking at it because they're still there stunned at the screen that they got yep. killed by somebody. Oh. They don't understand. Okay, okay. Here's a question, and this is very important. Uh is Fortnite the first game to ever have a dab emote? So you could dab on someone when they when you killed them? I believe so. I think it has to be. I think so. I don't yeah. I, I don't you because... know, remember like uh what was it? Uh Counter Strike or whatever? You could do the spray, like you know, you could do like the spray on the ground type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. But as far as like, I mean, I mean, uh, the dab. I mean, pretty salty. It was man. like I mean, the day the after that emote came out. I saw a guy take a shotgun, shoot a guy in the chest, whip out the dab, and then instantly pull out another shotgun and then finish the guy in the head. It was the oh, funniest boy. thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I got dabbed by Thanos. Okay, when I, <laughs> it was just me and Thanos. And, and see, that's, me that's the nothing. sentence and, that pulls it all together, right? The the goofiness of it. That's why people love it. I got dabbed by Thanos after doing the snap emote. Like, it's just too it's, I mean, you know, it's it's built for a younger generation. And I feel like PUBG is, it's it's a, in a different lane. I, feel, I, I like PUBG more than I like Fortnite, be, just because it's more of on the, um, more of on the, the, the realistic. Yeah, things. yeah. Um, and that's why I like PUBG. Uh, of course, now who knows what will happen once some of these bigger titles start dropping their own version of Battle, Battle Royale. Field five. <laughs> I, I mean, Call of Duty, whatever they're going to do over there. I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Blackout's going to be. Yeah. Look at his, I mean, PUBG is, is, is they got all their money up front. I mean, you know, whereas Fortnite's had to gain their money as they go via all their skins and stuff. And, you know, everybody had already paid the 30 bucks people. I mean, what was the, what was the last time they announced something and were like 10 million people had bought it? I mean, obviously there's, they're not There's hurting. no doubt that a lot of people are playing it, especially on Xbox. I mean, you know, each one's got its own lane. It, you know, as, as more battle Royale games come out, I guess we'll see what, far as the culling is concerned it's a nay for me it, it, it blew before and i don't see what they could possibly do now to make it any better 
Yeah, we uh, we shall see. Let me let me just say uh, say this as my my parting words to the Culling Two story. I am interested <laughs> in it. I think it's I think it's going to be something that is looked at very carefully as to how they went uh, astray. You know, like like uh, and when you look at at what Culling One was, uh, it was very different. It was a different kind of game, and they somehow they somehow whittled that away into uh, into a freaking uh, PUBG clone that that wasn't it was it just wasn't as good. And they straight, I mean, they it was it's completely different game. The fact that they uh, they uh, uh, gave up on their game and and put up a new one it's like a slap in the face like there's no there's they should have seen the signs on the wall that they were making mistakes you know what i'm saying yeah uh, i couldn't I'm, believe that they, they couldn't figure it out it just yeah. seems so blind <laughs> they should have so, needed yeah. something else they should have so, not, they shouldn't have called it the culling too they might have had a chance i mean but this, no, this is the one that'll get it right well, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll see because I will say that like that the the culling itself, the original formula, looked interesting. You know, I but agree. I is agree. It, uh, it I might be too little too late. The fact the fact that 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 we've never seen moves this drastic and it still might be too little too late is 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 a crazy thing to say. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know when it officially releases. I think it's soon uh, for free to play because obviously the the original build is accessible. Like they've got it. Uh, so I don't know when they well, want to release it. But. One one thing that they did say on that video was that they're they're going to keep the original available and and refer to the original. So because you see before they clearly didn't have guidelines of what makes sense to the game. The changes were just changes to be changes you know what i'm saying as opposed to what is their gaming philosophy and does it make sense for the game and and that's important that's important and when you ask for community involvement and what they want you can you can take ideas but you if you don't have a guiding principle you're going to be lost and i think that's what happened to culling i like that idea having a having a set uh, definition of what your game is, what the spirit is, and then making sure that everything is in line with that is very important. Yeah, you have to, you have to, and I think I think either they either they lost that or they never they didn't have a strong enough identity of of what they were doing, what they were, and refine that experience as opposed to be all things to all people. But that's it. I'm done. I'm dropping the mic on the calling. There I, it you is. Know, He's we'll done. See. <laughs> all right moving on this is another cool one that i thought was uh that was interesting and pretty relevant so lord of the rings uh shadow of war so the follow-up to shadow of mordor the uh batman arkham asylum assassin's creed lord of the rings crossover uh so the sequel came out uh what five six months ago ish uh and it came out to kind of a weird reception because it's a really cool game but it came out with microtransaction in a single player only game so we've never seen that before but anyway the big news today is that or it's not today this is again about two weeks old uh but shadow of war has officially dropped all of its microtransactions with the latest update and so now uh, you can play the game as is uh with no microtransactions 
uh, and at a reduced price. So tell me what this does for you guys. Well, I'm, I, I, my my first thought was like, where where was the outcry? You know, and and I I wasn't, I'm still not a hundred percent sure. Like, was it was it something that that the fans were complaining about? Like, because I'm, I'm not really up to date on the game. And so I think that uh, so the first one did very well critically. It was it it was a success. Uh, made plenty of money, and that's obviously what led to them making another one and building on it. And they made this, they made a bigger, stronger game. Uh, I think people complained, but I think they complained with their wallets, which is an, and which is an extremely powerful complaint. Oh, uh, the best. And complaint. so, you know, this this game looks cool, but I'm not trying to drop sixty bucks on a game that I can't have access to without microtransactions. Uh, and what do you so, mean you can't have access to without microtransactions? Like I shouldn't say you can't. That's that's probably the wrong word, but okay. there are you know there are loot boxes and there are uh, items that you can get that you can grind, but they you know you can spend money and get loot boxes and have a chance to get uh, these things significantly faster or you know find these special items uh, much quicker and uh, you know, it, it saves it could save you potentially dozens if not hundreds of hours of time uh, by putting in extra money on top of uh, of what you paid initially. So you have what they call a, the the nemesis system, right? For this game. Yep. So so what happens is is you, the idea is you go out you you as you're out there in the world, you get uh, ogres and stuff like that that become part of your clique, that part of your deal. Well, a lot of those guys you got to hunt them down, beat them down a few times, uh, to make that to and capture them and make them part of your team as far as your 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 warriors your army is concerned well okay. the thing was is that you were able to basically instead of going out there and grinding it out like you it, it made it seem easier to just like well you know what i can just pay a little bit of money and i can get this guy um to be on my army that's just as good as the guy that i'm trying to hunt down so i'm just gonna go ahead and just get this guy instead of just going out right. there and, and doing actual work to get it and I think uh, when you when you when you do that, and and, and another uh, problem that they had was that w people would buy, you know, so they'd buy these guys to go on their team. Well, you could do like raids on other people's like forts and stuff like that. So obviously, if you spent the money to advance your your orcs and whatnot, your army, and then you go beat down on somebody's door, well, they're they're not going to last very well because you know you've you you're beefed up, you know, so. That was one of the problems that they that they ran across with that, and uh, I mean, you know, game and and that was the the multiplayer aspect of it, which wasn't really a multiplayer, but it was kind of like a game was like Clash of Clans, where you like <laughs> you run up on somebody's hood and you just right beat down their door, and if you know if they're not advanced enough to to beat you down and, and fend you off well then you know it doesn't make it very fun and then like so you can come back to your game it's like a classic plans like you go to your phone and you find that everything is freaking gone it would be the same thing you go to you turn on the freaking like, game yeah, your, and all your, your stuff your is stuff gone would have been rated. yeah your stuff would be rated and it'd be all jacked up and you'd have to like repair things oh hell that, no so. listen that's a freaking recipe for disaster <laughs> that's a recipe for disaster 
Unbelievable. I mean, I'm not 100% exactly how it goes down, but I know that that was a thing. Like, that was like, you know, that's what we're well, mad about. They took the gaming away from it and made it to where you basically could just pay to get things and have it. And, you know, it, I, I, I don't I guess like they probably didn't feel it was a big deal because it's a single player game, but I don't like the idea. It feels like they're freaking like cheapening their own game, you know? Like you undercut your the own experience of the game, of the True. campaign. But they you made a lot of money saying? probably at it, because I'm sure. Well, not as much as they wanted to. Yeah, they they I gave mean, they got rid of it. They basically if they, they got if, rid of it, it because they have to. Well, right. And the trend right now is loot ba- loot boxes are a bad thing. Right. And they're because of the whole loot box debacle. Worst thing, everybody that's got a loot box is getting criticized now. It all right. so depends. Now, now on... people are advertising that they don't. You know, that's part of the that's part of right. people's draw. Oh, oh, Battlefield Five, no loot boxes. And it's the like, thing right. about Shadow of War, if they're going to continue to if they're going to continue to support this game, now it'd be different if they were just going to be like, eh. We're not going to worry about this game anymore. We're going to go on to the next one. The next one, we won't have microtransactions, but the old one will keep it in. The, the Because they want to do like a Ubisoft thing, EA wants to be able to continuously support these games and better. They have to take those microtransactions out because that is the one crutch that people are, are leaning on with these games. I mean, they took it out of Star Wars or whatever new games that are come out, I'm sure they're not going to have Anthem. When it comes out, you're not going to see a loot box. And see, I think, I, I don't think loot boxes are that bad. It's only when loot boxes affect gameplay. That's so that's the whole thing. They, 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 cosmetics, they, go you know, for it, dude. That that's what I'm saying. They, for, they learn the wrong lessons all the time. Yeah. Like, ga- we will gladly, gamers will gladly spend money on stupid frivolous cosmetic items with a smile on their face and a song in their heart you know what i'm saying but don't yeah, don't I mean, let like somebody's lot, freaking uh five dollars uh sword or whatever it is whatever whatever it is that enhances their their uh capabilities be you know have that reason uh have, have this person like pay to win the pay to win is 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 the culprit Pay to win is the right. evil, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, well, give right. a, give me what, the shiny. That's what Star Wars, and that's what Star Wars suffered from in the beginning, and that's what set this all off was the fact that I could pay money and get Darth Maul, and now Darth Maul was stronger than you, and so because I paid money, I'm now at an advantage, and so that's why people got mad. But then that turned into, well, Darth Maul came from a loot box, so loot boxes are the problem, right? And then it, and then loot boxes is predatory because it uh, it just it's lubing the gears for uh, for um, um, gambling addiction, you know what I'm saying? And it went it went off the rails. It went off the rails. The whole thing. But I, 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 I listen. What what the one thing that I I hated about Destiny, the Destiny one, uh, bringing it back, is that uh, I felt like I bought the game. And then they're like, uh, "Oh, hey, thanks for uh, for buying the game, but if you want the real story, if you want the real experience, you have to spend another hundred dollars on on the DLC, right? So, so the game sh- should be complete. Um, 
so so the fact oh. now it's not the same thing, but I would feel kind of I would feel some kind of way if I bought a campaign game and then and then they gave you the this loot box kind of thing. It would just feel like it would just it would it would it would just leave a foul taste in my mouth. I think, you know, games to make money, right? So you either have something like a microtransaction type of method, or you provide something like a DLC, buying the DLC. I mean, I'm I'm okay with spending a little bit of extra money to get more content on top of what the game already was. Because I mean, I played Destiny One, and I sunk a bunch of time into vanilla, right? And I feel like I sunk. Sixty dollars worth of time into the vanilla, and I was okay with that. Uh, now, the I think the issues with Destiny came out with the uh, dollars per content for the DLCs. So, like when Crota came out for the first time, when the first DLC, I think it's called the Dark Below, was the first DLC for for Destiny One, and it was like this twenty five dollar DLC. And uh, I ended up playing through it after having bought like the complete edition, so I didn't buy it just the DLC. But when I went through all the missions associated with the dark below, I was flabbergasted because now this is where I side with you a little bit, Manny, because it's like, it was like three or four missions that you paid $25 for. And three out of those four missions took place in the same area, not just the same area in like the same map. And so three out of the four missions, you were jumping down the same hole and fighting your way through the same tunnel and the only thing that was different was that you were you had different dialogue that was taking place during the mission and there was a different boss at the end but right the I, the idea that people paid $25 for these four it's missions freaking crime. A, a couple of new guns and a raid uh, right unbelievable see see <laughs> here's the thing i understand <laughs> games with a service fine i understand these games are freaking expensive i understand they need to make money but when I when when it, it Destiny won, and this is the reason why I'm still salty to it to this day, <laughs> is that it felt like it was a whole game that was ripped apart, and then and then served a la carte, even though they gave they charged you a full sixty dollars for it. Yeah, you know. So I mean, that's why looking back, you look at the Destiny Complete Edition, and you get the Complete Edition for. Right. 60 bucks and you're like wow this and is that's a game a, and that's a game DLCs. it's got dark yeah. below house of wolves it's got taking king and iron iron whatever it was yeah and that's a uh, wonderful experience that but was when, that's a game dude yeah I, you know so, I, and yeah, I, I definitely get you so destiny is always worth buying a year later i agree right so so i'm i'm holding out Destiny two is uh, when Destiny three is uh, goes on sale. I'll probably be dipping in on some Destiny two. There you go. I'll be there with you. Oh man! You know the way I look at it is like I don't mind spending extra money on a game, uh, whether it be microtransactions or DLC, if I like the game enough and I want to support. Uh, yeah, I bought every single like season pass of Siege because uh, because I love the freaking game. Oh, you know what I'm saying, and and I think uh, I like if 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 I like a game enough, and I'm like, you know what, yeah, you know what, I I, I will buy uh, twenty dollars worth of loot boxes for Overwatch because I really like this game and I like what they're doing and I want them to keep on doing. So, uh, you but know. but the thing is when when uh, they they 
rip the game apart, rip the experience apart, charge you full price for every single experience, uh, instead of giving you a reason to to support, you know, to give you a full experience, and then you're gonna want more. You're gonna want more of that experience, but but they don't do that. They promise you a whole experience and charge you for every single step along the way. And that is is bad. That I think is uh, is I mean it just definitely rubs me the the, the wrong way to, to to put it mildly. You know, you know what I'm right. saying? I mean I understand that, but I mean at the same time it's just like you know if you don't I mean you know it's like we're talking about Shadow of War, right? I mean you know this is a single player experience talked about how the sales were really strong in the beginning and then they tapered off at the end well of course the sales are going to taper off at the end it's a single player experience right that's why that's why that's why like game developers and stuff are like well you know um you know multiplayer games are you know where it's at and single player is not and that's the reason why you take games like god of war that was really hot in the beginning but after everybody got done chewing and spitting it out they're done with it it's done there's no reason to go back once you you know, I, I I see articles and stuff where people are chasing like the last Easter egg and and all that stuff because that's all there's left. You know, what I mean, until they come out, if if they come out with an expansion or who knows what they're gonna do, single see, player game. Once you're done, I understand exactly what you're saying, and you're right. The long, the long, the multiplayer games have have uh, they go with the games of a service model better. Right. There's longer lifespan. You can sell more product, more skins, more whatever, whatever. However, the campaign games are interesting because uh, the system, the platform can can then look at these these campaign games like PlayStation does and said, look at all that, the exclusives we have. So it it become yeah, the game itself might might have lost its its buzz. But PlayStation can keep continue to say like, hey, look, look at all these exclusives that we have. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying these these wonderful campaign gaming experiences that you can't find anywhere else. And then that itself has a value. You know, what I'm but, saying. You know- I think a lot of that is this PlayStation is 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 kind of like they're they're designed for a single player type of thing, whereas Xbox has been more of a multiplayer type of thing. So, and to get away with single player games because not a lot of people are playing with each other like we are on Xbox. And so, for us on the Xbox side, you know, the multiplayer becomes like a big deal. You know, look at Fortnite. You know they had, yeah. <laughs> they had their their whack version of their you know their uh, horde mode or whatever. <laughs> whack <ran> version. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's what it version. is. I mean you know what I mean. I mean uh, you know unless you're somebody like a Bethesda that just really knows how to player experience together. Like look at The Witcher. You know The Witcher Three, where they their 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 extra content that they provided their DLC was like almost like a whole nother game. So it was like their expansions were like the price that you paid to get them. And the game was really good. And I mean, really at the end of the day, the key is the game's got to be good. Right. Uh, They went free to play. That's the the secret. It's not going to do any good. (laughs) Exactly. That's the whole thing. And that's where indie games are like, uh, and where I'm looking to games uh, like, uh, or, or game makers like Ninja Theory, you know what I'm saying? They had the heart 
of a of an indie developer they wanted to push a story and they went for it but they had like a little extra funding uh than your average indie so they were able to make a uh a, a or not really extra funding but like they were smart of in diffusing their team and and slowly putting together their dream project you know uh I think a lot of the AAA titles, they're doing it by the numbers. It's formulaic, and 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 it it feels like it, you know. And this yeah. is this is clearly a, uh, um, their attempt of of getting a games of service type model, that multiplayer type model, for selling DLC and 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 microtransactions in a campaign game. It failed. But what would be the solution? I, I, I want more campaign games. You know? Is there is there a solution? Is there a happy medium? I'm not I'm not even sure. Well, we kind of talked about this last time in that there's a worry that single player games are dying, right? There's always this rumor like, oh, single player games are not gonna be here in five years or ten years or whatever. And yet, uh, every time they make a good one, it sells like oh, crazy. I know. Yeah. Right. The thing People they just need and at the end of the day, they might not offer as much value, but if they offer experience, people will buy them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and look, most of my favorite like game moments were all campaign. You know what I'm oh, saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're emotionally invested in character yeah. and in story. And that doesn't happen on an island with a hundred other people. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely it's nice right. To have something to to lean on as far as the story wise to make it make sense as to why the character that you're playing is doing what they're doing. Oh, I need that bad. You know, oh, you I do. get I get I lost otherwise. Three has such a great story. I don't know why you don't. Diablo, no, I'm so confused. I'm gonna try it one more time. One more anyway, time, guys. Try. That is uh, that is it for the news. And for those who are listening, I know that some of these bit older today we may have already heard some of these maybe even weeks ago uh but as we develop this podcast as we become a little bit more regular and a little bit smaller in our intervals uh we'll be able to stay a little bit more up to date with that so bear with us but uh i i mean these stories are still super interesting uh but we'll be more up to date as we continue to make this podcast more more often right right so yeah, right go. now That's we're looking news. we're looking at uh at a bi-weekly for now and we'll see uh we'll see what happens um, do we have time to talk about the Comic-Con stuff? Quickly, I guess, if we wanted, to, if we wanted to stay within the, the 90 minutes that we were talking about, we can. Nah, um, okay. All right. Comic-Con happened. It was great. It was Comic-Con happened. Yeah. Buddha, what are your thoughts on, uh, one thing, if you could pick one thing. Yeah, was the that. one thing? One you, thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, one thing from Comic-Con? one thing. I mean, are we talking like movie trailers? Are we talking about uh... one thing? One thing. One whatever. Thing? Whatever your heart tells yeah. you. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Books are my jam. I know they. I know they are. <laughs> I should have been there. I should have been there. No, I'm gonna do a little plug, Buddha. If you want to write an article for the Hardcore Casuals blog, I'd be open to uh, being part. of that's hey, true. You might be seeing something. You might be seeing something. Dude, send it my way. We're ready. I'll do my one the... thing. My yeah, one yeah, thing ahead. is this. this. The uh, glass. Glass. I knew the, it. I knew you were going to say that. The sequel. It looks so cool. It looks so wonderful. 
Um, it was the sequel to Unbreakable. Uh, and this well, is the sequel an- to, to two things. To two Which, things. Well, it's the sequel to Split from a year ago. Yep. Wait so a minute. Wait I don't know. If, yeah. So James McAvoy's character in that trailer, the guy, the guy with multiple personalities, he has his own movie. It came out a year and a half ago. Oh, that's a sequel to this as well, bro. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. Yeah, have to that's why this is yeah. so weird because it it's taking Unbreakable from what 20 years ago, 15 years ago, and right. then taking this movie Split that just happened. And oh, by the way, these are in the same universe. Let's put them together. See, that is interesting. I didn't realize that, so now I have yeah. to watch Split. But freaking Unbreakable. I liked it. Was M Night? Was M Night? Involved in both of them, yep. he did split. Yep, yep. Interesting. Okay, now like I'm, a, I'm, I'm even more intrigued. Baby. Split and Unbreakable movie night. Hardcore oh, I, I, okay, I, I agree. I'm 100 percent down. Uh, Hardcore Casuals Discord. Uh, www.hardcorecasuals.pro. Uh, you might be in, in for that that movie night. Get in it. Uh, all are welcome. Um, all right. So my one thing. Yeah. What's your thing? Uh. Man, that Godzilla trailer was super cool. It had like this big, beautiful orchestra in the background. And then you kept seeing like these shadows of giant, what they called Titan monsters, yeah. you know, uh, hewn on the waves with lightning. And uh, there were ones that fly and ones that swim. And then there was Godzilla roaring. And like, I, I, I didn't even really grasp kind of the, the plot of the movie from the trailer, which I love. Uh, but I just saw big, epic, awesome monsters. And for me, that's the perfect trailer where I just Look, see yeah. the little tease of what I'm going to see. And I, I see how, how big and how, you know, the big scope of the movie. And I just, I remember watching that movie trailer and just being like, wow, that looks cool. But look, and I know the nothing old, about it. The old Godzilla movies, I mean, nobody, they wasn't winning any awards. You know what I'm saying? No, for no, freaking. Yeah, but but it but it was a monster fights and they and it was cool, and here it just looks like a homage to all of those fights. You know, all what I'm saying of them like at once, and right. it looks like everything. Well, if you think about the old Godzilla movies, that's usually what it what went down anyway. Like you know, it was Godzilla versus whatever. Right. And one of the one of my favorite Godzilla movies is it seems the same thing where it represents a uh, radon mothra and then godzilla and they have to team up to fight the big three-headed hydra oh monster. yeah and you saw uh, if you look the at hydra trail, you see, in the ice yeah yes and uh i forget what that one's called kadora right sounds like yeah, another Hydra. hardcore casual movie night so it's like one of those <laughs> things where it's like the uh you know everyone's having to deal with Godzilla and these other the Mothra and all this stuff. And they're freaking out. And then, you know, big, bad three headed dragon guy comes along and everyone's like, Oh snap. Focus on that guy. And so the, the three team up to fight the Hydra to defeat it. And then everybody kind of goes their separate ways and mankind's kind of like, all right, you're cool. Godzilla. Mothra, you're good. Like, all right. You know, and he's going to be the king. Well. I'm down for it. Look, as long yeah. as they don't, as long as they don't like fill it with too much, like they try and be too clever. You know what I'm saying? They try and put in like their own uh, political mm-hmm. ideology or, or, or get preachy from one, from one thing or another. Just, just to have 
a good movie with monsters that kick each other's butts. That's all I want. I, it doesn't have to be too deep, you know, and it'll be fun. Well, they've been building up this classic monster thing for a while. If you watched uh, Skull Island and King Kong, um, their little scene at the end. Sorry, folks. Spoiler alert. If you're if you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> but they but they uh, they dropped a bombshell about how and how they ruled the planet before mankind was here and now they're back right. and uh you know and it, and it and that's where it brings all that to a full circle as far as these big creatures so i mean who knows maybe king kong will make an appearance in it and maybe they just show it there have been rumors that king kong will be in the next godzilla movie i see that would be uh, cool that would be cool the, um as third. long as we never see um son of kong um uh, the remake Did of that the, the son of kong <laughs> where I, I if you've ever seen that movie it it included king kong making love to uh, had a heart condition <laughs> king kong had a heart oh, condition yes. he had a mechanical heart replaced right and he had just enough juice to make the sweet loves to lady kong oh my god and they had a baby <laughs> kong and son of Kong. That was. That, I think we need that. We need hardcore casual movie night. www.hardcorecasuals.pro. All right, Buddha. What is your one thing, real quick, and then lay us in on on what's going on with the with Game Pass and the deals. All right, all right. So, I mean, I, you know, uh, since you guys covered, like, I'm excited about all those things that you guys talked about. I'm excited about Godzilla. I'm excited about Glass. Um, I am excited about Aquaman. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I, the I trailer think, looked uh, amazing. I, you know, I it watched good. I watched Justice League, and I I watched it w- way beyond the fact because um, I thought that the movie wasn't going to be that good. Like a lot of times when I watch superhero movies, for me, I just kind of watch them because I feel like I have to because I'm a fanboy, and not because <laughs> I'm actually going to enjoy it was I usually go to these movies and stuff and I'm like that's not that's not how it went down that's not how it goes but I understand it's you know different day and age and all that good stuff uh but I actually really enjoyed Justice League and I enjoyed the uh the characters mix that they they presented and uh Aquaman is a pretty interesting guy now I've always been an Aquaman fan from way back um something about a guy that swims around and talks to fish simple as that is it's actually really cool one of the one one of my favorite comic books that i ever read um was uh was a comic book regarding aquaman and it was like an annual issue so it's like one of their their issues at the end of the year where it's kind of thicker and it's a bigger book storyline where aquaman had to make a decision between saving a uh a baby whale or one of his like uh i think it was like his little sidekick or something like that or I forget exactly, but he he ends up having to sacrificing a baby whale, and it was like the saddest thing I ever read. Wow! And it like I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is like I mean, like I was not ready for that as a you know as a kid when you're reading this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like freaking real. And in the in the ocean talking to fish, but you know the pleading heart of the whale really got to me. And so I've always been a big fan of Aquaman and um, what he can do and his possibilities and whatnot. So seeing this trailer, it looks really good. Yeah. It, the trailer, I, so they're going to put all their bells and whistles in it. So I'll tell you, know. you, I don't think they could have picked anybody better to be a bad butt freaking uh, 
dude that talks to fish. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, he, I mean, I don't know. He looks like a guy that would talk to fish. I mean, you know, he does. I believe it. I, I wouldn't question it. I would not question it. <laughs> the only thing I don't gonna, like. Do you think they're going to maintain the dark DC tone for this one, or do you think it's you think they're going to lighten it up? I think they have to to a certain point. I mean, if you notice the Aquaman in like comic books is not as reckless as this Aquaman is. He's more of like a free spirit kind of guy. And I think that's why it fits um, whatever his name is. The guy that's playing Aquaman. I think, I think that's why it fits better because he's, he's, he's making Aquaman seem like this. Yes. He has these powers and responsibility that he's not ready to own up to because he's supposed to be leading his people. Um, he's been living more of the human side of life being a reckless, uh, vagabond type of guy that's, uh, you know, being forced into abilities type of thing. So I think it will keep a, a, a darker, more, you know, tone to it. I think they have to, cause I think that's what the, the success. Personally, is to make I'm things. tired of the. The, the 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 constant jokes you know what i'm saying like it doesn't i i appreciate a lot of the darker tones and the the questions that are posed and everything um in the dc the dc movies you know what i'm saying like i, I yeah there's a couple jokes here and there that's fine you, you know it's a good joke or lighthearted sequence uh, between two darker sequences is good it breaks it up you know um but i i, I don't want them to become DC to become like comedy romps, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's I mean, kind of that's one of my worries with this one because Momoa is so focused on his humor, and so is that going to be is his humor going to be like the focus of this movie? Because it's a completely different director. There, we have no idea what it's going to look like. I yeah, so I think it'll be a lot of the you know one one liner, mm -hmm. you know, permission to come aboard that he yep. does or you know what i mean but at the same time he's gonna he, he's gonna be very violent um because like i said I he's gonna be more be. of a reckless aquaman i mean did you guys see frontier on netflix where he was like a freaking badass i did you know it's on yep. my list i haven't seen it it's on my, yeah, my it's, a, it's pretty good it's pretty good it's some brutal stuff um, I, I i think it'll do well i mean it's aquaman I, and i hope it does well because i really loved wonder woman um I like Justice League. I even liked Batman versus Superman. I liked it. I, liked I it. did too. I, I have so some, I uh, but I watched the extended scenes and all that crap too. So I'm, yeah, I, well, it makes a agreed. huge difference. It does. And, and I think, you know what we, we can go into have a conversation later, but like they made some mistakes. I wish they didn't do the, the death of Superman. I think that was wasted, but there was so many really cool sequences that was, you know, that was visually and uh, it felt it felt good, you know. But we, I have issues, some issues with it. But all in all, I enjoyed the movie. They had to do it. Yeah, Just, I don't know. Man, such a powerful character, you had to kill him. No, not right away, bro. You can beat him up. Yeah, man. But not right him. away. The death of Superman <laughs> is a whole thing. But you know, whatever, whatever. Yo, I get. It. I get it. We're running out on time. Buddha, lay uh what's going on with Game Pass and the the uh the games with gold and what's what's going on in, in that front? Okay, Game Pass, we got Rocket League. 
So for that's maybe huge. the five percent huge, that's of huge, the yeah. population that doesn't have Rocket League, Rocket League in some shape or form, now if you have Game Pass, you now have Rocket League. So, Boom. um, you know, good, good, good times. It's a good game. Um, it's been a good game for a long time now. If you haven't got Rocket League yet, you got it now in Game Pass. Um, the August games with gold is going to be for uh, Forza Horizon Two. So I can't wait, good. and one a for honor is coming into games of gold um so that's pretty awesome um i already have yeah, so i games, uh but... i commented on this one when i like the moment i saw it because i think this is just a real testament from ubisoft ubisoft i should say uh we want you in our environment we want you playing our games and whatever it takes to get you in there we're willing to do it because yep you know as a company as a company they know once people play the game like games in a great place right now by the way uh, it's a good game and it'll, it'll, people will play it and enjoy it and then they will spend money. So right. they just want to get people in, get them, get them playing it because they know they've got a good game on their hands. And this is a real testament to that. So, uh, good um, for them. I think, I think Ubisoft deserves all the success they've gotten this year because I totally pretty agree. outstanding stuff. I totally agree. Like, like they were, they, they found something special, uh, with, with, um, Siege, one of my all-time favorite first-person shooters ever at this point. It was a dead-on-arrival game, and they were able to turn it around. The amount of support that they give, even beyond all hope, <laughs> they keep on giving their su- their support, and they support the fans that are currently there, and and it seems to be a proven formula of, uh, of, of, of bringing back games, even, even that you thought that were lost, you know? Um, so I want to see, I don't I, you know, I want to see more of it. For Honor is an awesome game, and I challenge both of you to a duel uh, when oh it's gosh, out. Dude. Yeah. That freaking game. I, I tried playing it when it came out. I got access to the demo. It's hard. It's, it's pretty tricky. The, the, the melee combat is so complex, and you got you to gotta block in the right direction and swing in the right direction and know when to run and when to go, and then there's apparently yeah. supers and so i'm not nearly educated on the ins and outs but man it is it is complex so good for the people that know what they're doing yeah i played a lot of it back in the day i played i played quite a bit of it so and i i just kind of other games came out you know and that's the right only real reason why i stopped playing it is that other games had come out so i mean i guess now i'll have an excuse to go back out there and start swinging the old axe around right uh, be rocking my big sumo guy with the big bat looking forward to it so there you go what else uh, we got? the other game that we've got uh we've got uh for the 360 we've got dead space 3 Boom. cool game. um and we've got epic mickey 2 the power of two. Oh, i've been waiting that looked that like for that looked like army of two but for kids <laughs> it's it's a pretty cool little uh if i remember it right it's it's like you play like the modern day mickey and then you play uh the old school mickey like uh the oh, steamboat nice. willie and uh, together you uh, team up and certain things uh, Steamboat can do and certain things Martin Mickey can do, but you got to work together type of thing. Um, With Dead Space 3 out on on, uh, Games with Gold, does that make all three of them out with Games with Gold? Were the first Uh, two? I don't remember paying attention. I feel like I've seen number two. I I bought them in like a pack 
like two or three years ago. I got all three of them for like $7 or something like that. So I, I, I don't remember paying attention. I think you might be right. I know all of the old Assassin's Creeds have been available with gold up until now. So that's really cool. Um, Access. So I have the all the dead spaces. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Um, good stuff. Good so good times. what about the uh, the deals? Was there anything that uh, that you guys were looking at? Destiny 2. Was There's two days deal. left. Yeah, Destiny, Destiny 2 was mentioned. I, uh, you mentioned Ninja Theory earlier. I picked up uh, Senua's Sacrifice Hellblade oh, yeah. for, I think it was 17 bucks. That's I haven't a good played one. it yet, but That's I'll a probably, good one. it's probably not going to be a game on stream for me. Uh, that doesn't really, it doesn't really fit into the stuff I normally stream, but it's definitely one I want to hit up just so I can put my earphones on real loud and experience yeah, it. Definitely. They I take advantage like of, uh, of uh, oh, uh, audio technology. They, Dude, they do I a really good job. I watched a little thing on how they recorded it. And apparently you use like two microphones and then record that way. Yes. That's super yes. cool. Up When you turn it up in your headphones, you literally feel like the girls, one of the voices is literally like whispering, like, dude, I can't really. I might even hit some of that up tonight. Just freaking do it. That sounds crazy. Interesting. See, I will, I will play it on stream, but I've kind of set myself up at this point to be able to play whatever the hell I want, which is great. Right. right. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Dead Space. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, the one game I was looking at, I was looking at uh, uh, what was it? Dishonored. There's a you can get all three of them, right? Or Dishonored one and two, and then whatever DLC for forty. And I think Ooh, that's like, pretty the, good. That's pretty good. Yeah. And a lot uh, of great deals. the Bioshock collection also. If you have if you have not played, that's one of my all time favorite games. Bioshock. So I've been hard pressed to buy the collection because I have access to all the 360 versions. And so it's like hard for me to tell myself that I need to buy them again, even though I know that they'll be improved. Uh, but yeah, no, if you like, so if you're listening and you haven't tried Bioshock and you have, you know, 18 spare dollars on hand, the Bioshock collection is probably one of the best single player experiences for three continuous games Yeah, uh, that I've seen. It's, uh, I it's agree. Outstanding storytelling. Uh, the first game is a little clunky gameplay-wise, but is the best story. Oh, uh, and then beautiful. the gameplay improves with every game, and the, the story True. is still really, really good. So big, big recommendation to, to hop on the Bioshock train there. Bioshock 1 has one of my all-time favorite gaming moments. I oh won't gosh, go yeah. into it. I won't go into it. You know. But, but dang. Oh, wonderful. So good. Um, there was another one I was I was looking at, but uh, but I'm real. I, I am really looking at this. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Dishonored. But we'll see. That's a good we'll see. Deal. Only two Have days you played left. Any of them? I haven't. I haven't played any of them. But oh, I was looking well, at that yeah. first trailer, and I'm like, damn, this looks pretty. It looks pretty damn hot. Oh, you know what? I said Bioshock was eighteen dollars. It's twenty four. As is the Borderlands collection, the Handsome collection, which is also really good if you're into more like loop-based RPGs, which is really my jam. I love the Borderlands collection. So yeah, that's that's Borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel. So it's not the first one. It's the it's 2 and the pre-sequel with all the DLCs, which is hundreds of hours of stuff. So Also, well, Game Pass is on, on sale, isn't it? It's still on so sale. So I think it's on sale for people who have never bought it. I like So I went to the page myself, and I wasn't able to 
but I think oh, it, I think it is. Never bought it for people who maybe for people who have zero months in their account. But uh, the the deal is three months for ten bucks, which is obviously really good. But when I went to the page myself under my login, it wouldn't let me do it. Oh, that's uh, that's a shame. I'll try. I probably won't be able to either. Um, yeah, there's a lot of other packs here too. I mean, you get Destiny and all the expansions. You can get uh, there's a Darksiders collection that's got uh, Darksiders one, Darksiders two, and all the DLCs just to get you prepped for Darksiders three uh, that's coming out. Uh, there's a Dark Souls three uh, collector's edition that's got all the DLC in it for only thirty four bucks. There's a Dark or sorry Dark Souls two Scholar of the First Sin, which is all the DLC for for thirteen bucks. Dragon Age is off way way off. Like there's just there's so much good stuff. Oh my gosh. Forza Horizon three, the complete bundle. Oh yeah. I'll, well, I'm saying that's what that's why I didn't I didn't really want to look at the game sale. Because every time I look yeah, at the game it's sale, so then it's like, oh, damn, this is a good one. That's a good one. Good indie titles on there. I picked up a game called Pinstripe. Um, yeah. That was on sale. Uh, more games that I like uh, dealing with death and going to hell to save your significant loved one. Oh. Speaking of that, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal your thunder a little bit here and, and tell you guys that Dante's Inferno is now available via backwards compatibility on uh, on the Xbox, and I believe it's available on the uh, in the EA Vault. Is that correct? I downloaded it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So if you haven't played Dante's Inferno, which is you know literally the story of a man diving through the the, the is it nine layers of hell or seven layers of hell? I think it's nine. I think, I think I it's not. Yeah. It's nine. So it's you know going through all the I, all the uh, sins and fighting against all the tormented souls that are there. This this is a messed up game, but it's really really cool, and it's it's a great hack and slash kind of DMC style game, uh, where you can either use uh, I believe it's a sword or an axe, or you can use he has like a he has like a a ranged ability that that stems from a, a cross that he carries, and it like shoots out this cross energy beam thing it's really really cool uh oh, but yeah it's a great hack and slash adventure down into the depths of hell and if you haven't had a chance it's it's a little unsettling but man it's cool speaking of uh unsettling there is a uh a, a title that uh that kind of snuck underneath the radar there that not a lot of people are talking about but uh the silent hill hd collection Oh, went backwards compatible as well. Oh. There you go. Along with uh, Silent Hill Homecoming. So guys like me that are fans of the Silent Hill series and still have my old 360 disc and install that and boom, uh, baby. Streaming that. Uh, so the the Silent Hill HD collection is uh, Silent Hill 2 and 3 is what's in there. Uh, let me just add one last one <laughs> on the sale. Yeah. Uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, $9 with gold. No, baby. Good freaking game. For for, uh, for that price. Yeah, Nine freaking steal. Nine bucks with gold. I dig it. Well, cool, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to call it on that one. Um, who are we? We're the Hardcore Casuals. We're the Hardcore Casuals. This is uh, episode number one, Hardcore Casual Lounge is the name that we landed on and i'm digging it um yeah yeah we're gonna do this uh more often i think uh i think we got something here 
I think we got something here. I, I agree. And I think, uh, I think as we progress forward, we, uh, we may spend, you know, less time on news and more time on discussion or, you know, find ways to involve people from the community to a greater degree. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe even extend it out a little bit longer, but for now I'm like really pleased with, with, um, you know, what we got and what we're doing. And I hope that uh, listeners are enjoying as well. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, jump into the, the, the discord. We are all about feedback. Uh, my name there is it's me, Manny C. There's Buddha will there's tie fighter. Um, the discord www.hardcorecasuals.pro hardcorecasuals.pro. Um, and uh and yeah yeah come check us out say hi tell us how we did please more <laughs> just be gentle though be gentle <laughs> <laughs> be gentle but firm yeah right exactly exactly do you have any well, parting so words uh ty and or buddha uh no i mean just keep being an amazing community hardcore casuals have been really good to me so far since i'm still kind of the newest one here but yeah thank you so much for letting me be a part of this and uh, if you guys have any questions or or want to contribute or want to write for the hardcore casuals blog make sure to hit me up on discord or twitter or wherever tie fighter 559 oh yeah baby we got things brewing we got things freaking brewing all righty ladies and gentlemen we're gonna call it that other podcast you got you got you got you got something else going on too oh i wasn't gonna plug that here but yeah i uh i create a a little podcast for my own that's based more on like fitness and nutrition stuff it's called sorry my dog's coughing again uh that's called uh hit points h-i-i-t points uh and that's a reference to high intensity interval training uh but yeah you can find it on spotify you can find it on itunes or google play hit points by tie fighter 559 it's more of a short form podcast we don't where it's not like big long discussions like this it's more of single topics 10 to 15 minutes at a time but yeah if you want to check it out i'd love to have you excellent excellent it's a good good place to get your flex on oh so much flex so many games i'm flexing right now i don't know if you guys do (laughs) and it's for me you can find me on twitter you can find me on xbox buddha will uh instagram buddha's will you can find me there um as well as the discord and all the other mixer.com and all that good stuff all right awesome yeah, yeah. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping in and hanging out. Uh, Buddha, it, uh, Ty, it was a it was a pleasure. All righty, people. I'll see you later. Peace. <laughs>